Coming up, the answer to your home improvement question. You have an age-old problem, don't you, Tracy? It's really, really ugly paneling. <laughs> I've been having a lot of water problems also. We had to tear out a bathroom. What I was wondering, does he... And we're looking at replacing our roof. No. Good afternoon. How y'all doing? Y'all caught me with a paint roller in my hand. Well, put down the paint roller and pick up the phone, because it's time for the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show with Tom Kreitler and Leslie Segretti. Call 1-888-MONEYPIT now. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Here we are, standing by. We are your home improvement bartenders. You know, you may not want to pick up the phone or ask your contractor a question because perhaps... They're going to try to sell you something. Well, also, you want to sound smart when you're having the conversation with them. You want to do the research in advance so you have all of the ammunition so you can have an intelligent conversation with these folks. I was thinking we were kind of the home improvement bartenders because you know how guys will ask the bartender anything and, you know, tell them what's going on and just make small talk. You could do that with us. Hmm. That's very interesting, Tom. one money pit 888-666-3974. So you got a question about your home improvement project? We don't judge. Call us right now, one eight 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 Money Pit. Anything worth starting is worth starting over with us. So even if you got going on it and got in trouble, we can help you out. One eight 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 Money Pit. We're non judgmental. If you make a mistake, we will talk you through it and we will help you. Even if you need to fix something quick before the wife or husband comes home, if you've like, you know, kicked the garage door in, done something bad, made a mistake, we will help you get through it. I promise. We frequently start things more than one time. Well, I can remember when I was a small girl, my sister was getting her driver's license and my right. mom was taking us for a ride in the car. And I was in the back and we had a station wagon, a Velari. It was huge. And we pulled into the driveway and my sister confuses gas and brake and drives like right into the lower portion of That's the garage bad. door. And so, you know, I, I, of course, didn't have the skills at age six to fix it, but I, I knew we needed to do something. So we called the contractor and he came over and he was like fixing it feverishly as dad's like walking down the street from the train station. And we're like, slapping on paint and he's like everybody <laughs> runs and you know runs away and he pulls up puts his hand on the garage right as he walks in just like to rest for a minute and right. he's like what happened here and we're all like oh no well that's much like your average while you were out shoot isn't it well you yeah slapping on paint while the uh paint unsuspecting homeowner is you'd coming be home? surprised if your computer is not stuck to the desk when, <laughs> once we leave and if we gently take you away from a newly painted service and say oh don't touch that just yet thanks very much you know, we do things in a rush. Well, we will help you get those home improvement projects done, and we'll get you the tools to do just that, including a Ryobi 12-volt drill. We're giving away the HP4 drill from Ryobi this hour to one caller, one Money Pit. All right, and remember, all you have to do to be eligible to win that prize is ask us a question on air. All right, and our first caller has already been added to the Money Pit hard hat. Adam in California has a new toy. You got a plasma TV, huh? Oh, about to pick it up. It's been uh, the, the great planning project. All right. Excellent. Here's the challenge. Um, I, want, I finally decided I wanted to go in the family room, and I want to mount it on the wall over the fireplace. 
Um, the fireplace has sort of a strange brick facade where they're not your traditional small bricks, but they're these large ones that are probably four inches high, six inches wide, and about oh, almost 18 inches long. And the way this facade was designed is a lot of the bricks you're looking at the side of the brick, the long side, but some of them extend out so that the big flat area is sort of recessed. So I wanted to mount a board against the recessed area to bring it out flush with the ones that where the ends stick out so that okay. for the speakers. And I, I figured I could mount the mounting bracket to the board. The question is, how do I mount the board onto this brick facade? It's not that hard. If you go... Well, go into the Home Depot and get a kit. It's called the Tapcon kit. It's got a, it's like a long drill bit that's made specifically for masonry, and it's really heavy duty. And then it has a sheet that goes over it that you put the special screw in that's made to go into the brick. So it all works as an attacher and a drill bit itself. So it's one piece. It'll save you a ton of time, and it's a really good tool. So look for the Tapcon kit. It's like a long uh, blue drill bit and like a long blue cover for it. So when you drill this in, it actually drill the bit itself drills into the masonry and, and stays in there and it's threaded for you to drive the bolt into? Well, no. What you want to do is you want to go into the brick and not into the mortar. So drill into the brick and then what happens is you're just making a nice hole in the brick so that you can put the special sort of Tapcon screw into and then what happens is usually it, you want to put a little something extra into that hole that you've just drilled out because you want it to get a good bite. So I usually take some like green crafting wire or any sort of wire I have around the house and take the depth of that hole and like twice it and, you know, fold that wire in half and shove it in there so that when I drive the Tapcon through the wood and into the brick, it really grips and spreads into that brick. So you know that that board is not going anywhere. And just make sure you mark everything up properly so you know the the holes you're putting into the brick matches where you're going to be going into the wood. Oh, because I was actually thinking you wouldn't want those to align, that you would simply be driving bolts into the hole, through the through the board into the masonry to mount that. and then. Well, you them. need to attach the board to the brick, so that's you're right, going to okay. need to okay. drill a hole in the board right. first okay, to put right, the yeah. Tapcon through. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> okay, well, we will give that a shot, and hopefully that works. If it falls down, I'll call you back. Enjoy that TV. <laughs> Will do. Thanks much. All right. Thanks, Adam. Bye. Thanks for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. 888-666-3974. That's a good problem to have, don't you think, Leslie? Yeah, I wish I was hanging a plasma TV above my fireplace. Aren't those things like six grand these days or something yeah. like that? <laughs> or like super you could, I'm sure Andrew will hate that I'm ratting him out. Andrew, my co-host, and while you were out, bought a fantastic plasma TV not so long ago. Yeah. And recently had the... Um, Oh, God, it had some, like, crazy term. It was like this media box inside. That's how he called it. He was like, I'll have a media box. It's broken. And the piece that he needed to replace was, like, not under warranty, and that was another two grand. <laughs> I was like, so much for your fancy TV. There you go. <laughs> All right, who's next? Maureen in Montana is looking to put up a new ceiling, and she listens to The Money Pit on KGEZ. How can we help, Maureen? Well, we have a new house that has a somewhat of a upstairs attic, attic room type thing, and the roof is a 12-12 pitch. Okay. And we'd like to leave it open beam if we could, but we still need to insulate it. Right. And I was wondering how that silver insulation works that's like bubble wrap in the middle of it. Yeah, you're talking about a radiant barrier. Right. Does that work well? Yeah, it does work well. 
Um, I'm not so sure in your area of the country it's totally necessary. It's, it's used mostly in the south. But what I would recommend is you need to get as much insulation into that rafter space as you possibly can. Now, if those rafters are, say, 10 inches deep, right. you want to put, say, about 8 inches of insulation because you do need to leave an airspace behind it or the insulation will get wet and damp. Right. So you use those corrugated um, spacers? Well, you need to have soffit vents and you need to have a ridge vent. And this way you'll get air that goes in the soffits behind the insulation and out the ridge. Now, um, you you may or may not need an insulation baffle, which is what you're talking about. Right. But the most important thing is to put the insulation in so you have airflow behind it. Oh, okay. Well, now I know in the present house we're in, my husband put that corrugated... Um, it's not like paper, but almost, and then you put the insulation on top of that. Hmm. Well, it sounds like it might be something that you, he used to hold the insulation in place, and there are a number of different ways to do that. But just don't over-insulate that space. Because it is a finished ceiling, you know, you're obviously going to have to make the insulation flush, but you need to make sure there's some airflow behind it. Okay. All right? All right. Thank you. Thanks so much for calling 888-MONEYPIT. So, Tom, I've noticed a lot of cordless toolkits these days. What's going on? Everybody's crazy for them. They are everywhere. You know, I think what's uh, cool about it is that you can do so much with the same battery. Now, a lot of manufacturers today are basically having one battery, like the Ryobi uh, combo kits, for example, have one battery that fit all those OnePlus tools. They're extremely versatile. They're great for tons of projects. And the hardest thing you have to do is to try to just choose the one you want because there's just so many combinations out there to choose from. All right, we'll find out how to find the one that's right for you when you visit our website, moneypit.com, and you can also check out our newsletter archives for combo kit buying tips. And while you're there, sign up to subscribe to our free Money Pit e-newsletter, which you get each week, and it's sent right to your inbox. So you don't even have any mail to throw away, recycle. It's there when you need it, and it gives you a lot of information. Available at moneypit.com. Well, you know, the number one choice for homeowners redoing a kitchen or bath countertop, you know what it is? What is it? Granite? Natural stone. Ah. Natural stone. They love the natural look, but they don't like the cleaning that's associated with natural stone. Because if you choose the wrong product, it can actually take away some of that beauty, and it's hard to get back. Find out how to choose the right stuff after this. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Leslie, this is the time of year where you really need a sturdy, dependable book of matches. You know why? Because why? there's a lot of things to light. Well, you've the got fireplace, light the, the candles. Yeah, that's right. You've got to light the Yule log. You've got to light the <laughs> candles. You've got to light the So turning the oven. it on on Channel 11 just isn't enough for you? No, absolutely not. You <laughs> have the real thing. Okay. <laughs> and fortunately, there's a brand new design out there in matches that makes all of your lighting needs a whole time. lot easier. It's about time. Exactly. It's called a diamond match guard. Now, check this out. It's a revolutionary new matchbox design. It's Think of the box of sturdy kitchen matches that you typically have around Is the house. Is it the same size? Yes, it's just about the same cool. size, but with some very critical changes. Here's what's different about it. 
you've got a plastic case that's very, very sturdy. So it's not going to fall apart. Right. It's got a locking mechanism on it, which is great for kids. They can't get to it. Good. And it's got this special hidden secret chamber that you put all your matches in after they're extinguished. Oh, so you don't have to worry about them going somewhere where they shouldn't be and still being warm. Exactly. You simply toss them into this hidden compartment right in the match guard. So it's called Diamond Match Guard, revolutionary matchbox design, available everywhere. For more information, go to diamondbrands.com. You're going to use a lot of matches this time of year. Make sure you do it safely. Diamond Match Guard. Would you like to make cooking faster, safer, cleaner, and more efficient than ever before? If you're an everyday chef who wants it all for your kitchen, then Kenmore has the cooktop for you. Kenmore has introduced an induction cooktop that takes state-of-the-art innovation and makes it practical and affordable for your home. The Kenmore Elite 30-inch induction cooktop uses electromagnetic energy. Instead of heating burners with flames or coils, the cooktop induces heat directly to the pan so only the contents are heated. Pans heat almost instantly, producing far faster cooking results than conventional gas or electric cooktops. The Kenmore Elite Induction cooktop has four cooking zones that accommodate up to a 12-inch pan and provide the same gourmet precision as a gas cooktop. They automatically sense if a pan is on the cooktop and won't turn on unless cookware is in its place. Plus, a special warm and serve feature allows each pan to hold a precisely low temperature after the food is cooked. The Kenmore Induction Cooktop is as fast and efficient as cooking gets. Learn more about how Kenmore is bringing innovation home at 1-888-KENMORE or visit your local Sears store. Kenmore, ideas for the good life. A loud voice pierces the air, alerting you to a fire. Danger. Fire. Wake up. Introducing the Kiddo Wireless Smoke Sounder, a new way to provide extra warning for your family. The smoke sounder uses voice and special tones to better wake children and older adults, those most at risk in a fire. It plugs into a bedroom outlet and links with Kida wireless smoke alarms so that when one sounds, all will sound, giving your family more warning and more time to escape. The Kida wireless system. Know the sound of a safer home. Available at Lowe's and other retailers. Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by Ryobi, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. Ryobi Power Tools. Pro features, affordable prices. Available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, one 888 So, Leslie, do you like to use a lot of uh, natural surfaces in uh, your remodeling work? I love it. It's beautiful. And, you know, depending on what your budget is, you can really almost always find something that'll work, you know, whether you've got a large surface to cover or a small surface, but it's a beautiful choice and it's so interesting and has such beautiful depth to it. But, you know, as as tough as that stuff is, a lot of the stone finishes, it can be very, very difficult to take care of because you have to choose the right product. You have to clean them just right. That's right. I mean, if you choose the wrong product, it actually can change the color of the stone or it could just get soaked into the surface and it's really hard to get out. So you'd have to know that there are both water-based and solvent-based cleaners. 
And the hardness and the absorbency of the stone is how you determine which one you use. So you have to choose it very, very carefully. And then what you should also do is check an inconspicuous area. Now, with stone, that could be the backside, for example. Go under the countertop if it's already installed and dab a little bit on to make sure that the color is what you want. Because once you put it on, you can't get it off. It's not like you can sand it down like you could with a floor. You can't get it off. It soaks right in. So approach that very, very carefully, very cautiously, and it'll come out exactly how you expect it and how you need it to be. You know, and unfortunately, this happened to our call screener. She cleaned her marble floor with something that wasn't appropriate for it, and it's all pocked and damaged. And we feel terrible, but you can't really go back and fix it. So choose wisely and make sure you pick something that's right for the job, and you'll be really happy. We've got a great prize this hour up for grabs. It's the 12-volt HP4 drill from RYOBI. It's got a 24-position adjustable clutch for every type of screw-driving task you might find around your house or on the job site. It's designed with a unique power grip surface, so it's not going to slip out of your hand. It's got a keyless chuck, a built-in level, and it holds the screwdriver bits on board. It features variable speeds, a three-hour charger, and it comes with two batteries. It's worth 60 bucks, so call in now, ask your question on air, and it could be yours. One. 888 Money Pit. Okay, who's next? Don in Oregon listens to the Money Pit on KMED, and you have an interesting question. I'm not even going to talk about it. Let's hear it. What's your question? Yes, it is an interesting question. I have a cat who just loves to play with the toilet tissue. (laughs) (laughs) He just, he'll chomp on it, he'll play with it, and try to just destroy it. (laughs) Drag, does he drag it around the house? Uh, well, if he, he would if he could, <laughs> but he can't get it off the roll. Okay. But uh, what I'm wondering is if they do make such a, an animal that would cover this so that he couldn't get to it. Yeah, I think I saw one in the public bathroom at Grand Central Station. <laughs> <laughs> They're like stainless steel, and the toilet paper rolls are about... You know, a thousand miles long. Right, they, right, right. They stand up to the abuse of a city environment. No, they do make a decorative toilet paper cover. It's really? it's usually though when the toilet paper is recessed into the wall, and it's not when the, there's two side pieces that stick out from the tile. But it's like a, it's usually like a curved piece of metal, but it will still have like a a quarter of the roll underneath exposed. Oh, that might not work because he's. He grabs a hold of the edge of it and tries to chew on it and just does destroys it. Have you thought about putting some of that bitter um, stuff on it that you can get at pet stores and and the and basically to train the cats when they go for it? You put the stuff on it and they taste it. And it doesn't taste good and eventually they leave it alone. But you would be surprised. The metal flap that covers that you can buy. I think Umbra makes a nice one and they usually right. are for sale at um any sort of houseware store and it's a metal flap it covers over the roll it does leave a little section exposed underneath but it's really it's on the underside of the roll so it sounds like we can slow down don's cat but uh, we probably can't stop this completely (laughs) well i appreciate the help all right well don you know it wouldn't be so bad if at least you could teach him how to use the toilet at the same time very true very true All right, Don. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Teresa listens to the Money Pit on WKZO in Michigan and wants to talk about an interesting water situation. What's going on over there, Teresa? Okay, we've been having a problem for our, probably three or four months now um, with our toilet when I'm washing clothes 
and it's on the before the spin on the drain cycle. The water is backing up into the toilet, complete with all the bubbles. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's like overflowing over the toilet, or does it, it balance it gets out? To the top, very yeah. It gets close to the top, and then after uh, oh, a couple of minutes, it sometimes will the water will seep back down through the toilet. And um, but it still is leaving, you know, some leaving water and a lot of bubbles in the toilet. <laughs> well, it keeps the toilet clean. Yes, right. I thought about that aspect of it. <laughs> You're not going to be calling us with how to get that ring out of your toilet. No, no, that that I won't be. <laughs> now, where is the toilet and the washing machine located? Are they both on the same floor. Yes, they are. They probably at the most, I'd say, ten feet apart. And is that a basement, a first floor? What is it's it? It's a first floor. Hmm. And there's a basement underneath. There's a crawl space. And are either of these new items? Like, has this just suddenly happened? Or? It's just suddenly happened. Well, there's got to be an obstruction somewhere. Okay, so that's that's what I was wondering. We had the septic tank, you know, cleaned out this summer and to make sure there wasn't a problem there. So you're saying that the blockage should probably be between... It, the, it could be between the toilet and, and, the, and the septic tank. Yes, has anyone snaked those lines? Um, not really. Because there could be something in there that's just when you know when you add that force of the water of the washing machine because that's a lot of water that pumps out all at once. When you add all of that water to that drain line, it strikes the object the the uh, the obstruction and then backs up into the toilet because that's commonly what would happen if the waste line was blocked. So I would think that the, probably the next thing for you to do is to have a drain cleaning service, check all of those drains to make sure they're clean, nothing is broken, and uh, nothing is obstructing it. Because it sounds to me like that's what it is, especially since it used to be okay and now it's not. Something has changed to uh, make that occur. When they come in, do they, they use the snake on that? Yeah, there's a couple of ways to do it, but typically they'll access the, the uh, pipe either from the bathroom or from a clean-out, and they'll clean you know, one way and then they'll clean the other way so that basically the line from the toilet all the way to the septic tank is absolutely guaranteed to be clean. And another thing that they could do is there's such a thing as known as a drain camera where they actually run a camera down the drain and they can actually tell what the exact condition of the pipe is. And if there is an obstruction or a breakage, they might do that so they know how to attack it and how to get it straightened out. All right. Okay. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Got rot? Well, we certainly hope not. (laughs) Well, if you do, know this. It's not just a condition. It's a living, breathing pack of organisms that can wreak havoc on your home. Ugh, gross. We'll learn how to evict these unwelcome house guests after this. portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by Kenmore, makers of the Kenmore Elite Induction Cooktop, which cooks food faster and more efficiently than gas or electric ranges. To learn more, visit your local Sears store or call 1-888-KENMORE. Now, here's Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. You got rot? Well, if you do, we've got the solution. 
Ugh. Well, rot is a kind of fungus, and this in turn opens the door to mold, mildew, staining, and it even robs wood of its structural integrity. It basically attacks the fibers of the wood and turns them to mush. From inside out, it's so horrible. And sometimes the infected wood even has to be completely replaced to prevent it from spreading to the rest of the structure. It's infectious. So if you find rotted wood, be sure to repair it quickly, including treating the affected area with a mildicide to avoid further damage and to protect your home. You know, in all those years I spent as a home inspector, when we were working through crawls, working our way through crawl spaces in basements, um, we would check the floor joists, you know, to make sure that they were, you know, structurally intact. You would stab intact. it with your screwdriver? Yeah, I would stab <laughs> it with my screwdriver. Exa- it was the sophisticated tools that we carried <laughs> as we waddled through the cold, damp, and sometimes muddy crawl spaces. It, it was, was so unsettling, job. our home inspector, when we were first buying a home and he walked in and he was like, this window, and like stabbed it with the screwdriver. Oh, we yeah, were we like, used, to, used oh, to really freak out the homeowners by okay. stabbing it. You know, and then it, it, when you hit a, a rotted beam, like one time I hit a beam so... Not like that hard, but it was so rotted. The floor joist just broke away, and I lost my balance <sighs> because I expected the screwdriver to sort of catch me, and it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. So if you have that kind of a problem, it's, it's high humidity, it's high moisture, and you need to reduce the conditions and add a mildicide, or it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse fast. So a good thing to stay on top of, not to mention the mold issues that can, that can follow from it. Chip in Illinois wants to talk about how to insulate an attic, which will, of course, improve the life of your roof. So, Chip, how can we help? Well, I've, I've got this uh, ancient house that we ripped all of the insulation out and it had something called, like, rock wool. Oh, no. And, yeah, and it was a very You breathing messy. okay, Chip? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible, Tom. Rock wool has got asbestos in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Rock wool is not <laughs> would have been good. nice to have known that before I had, yeah, I had done been, that. Before <laughs> you rolled around in it <laughs> naked. Oh, it's, it, it is extremely itchy, and it, it had yeah, cold it really up is in annoying. it. It was just, I, I did wear a respirator doing it. Well, but, that's uh, a very smart thing to do, even if it's a fiberglass that you're taking out, because handling insulation is very irritating. Yeah, exactly. So how can we help you? Well, my question is, is what would be the best, most economical way of, of insulating up there. In some cases, I have 24-inch spans between studs. In some places, really kind of weird construction. It's an older home. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I might, you know, is it possible when I get, like, if I were going to do batting, you know, to chop your batting in half in order to stick it in certain spaces? Or is Like that... make it more narrow? Yeah, in some cases, it's, re... well, yeah. I mean, it would, you know, to fill, like, I might have a span between the studs out there that might be 20 inches. Now, when you say the studs, um, you're talking about an attic. So are you talking about, I mean, the ceiling joists? Because well, attics yeah, typically don't have joists. studs. Sorry about that. I'm, okay. just want to make sure we understand where you're putting it. I was concerned that you may have been thinking of putting it in the roof rafters, which would be a bad thing. You basically want to insulate what, in effect, is the floor of the attic as you're standing up there. I see. Oh, and okay. what you want to do is... Um, you know, buy insulation that fits the space in between the joists. Now, typically, it's going to be very consistent. It's either going to be 12, 16, or 24. And you could have combinations of of those spaces. Yeah, but, but none of those equal 20. Why do they have to equal 20? He says he has some spaces that are 20 inches. Well, then you yeah, can trim you it know, back. I'm thinking, you know, where the angle of the roof goes up. No, like I said, no, I'm no, 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 you don't do that. I'm not here, so I don't. I, mean, no. I know what you're talking about with the joists. Is the I'm, attic finished? Well, I do have rooms up there. Oh, you have rooms up there. Yes, okay, that I do. that makes a difference. 
Because if it's an unfinished attic, you would not be insulating the rafters, which is what you're talking about. If it's a finished attic, you would, but you have to do it very carefully because if you just simply fill that space with insulation, like let's say it's an 8-inch rafter. If you put 8 inches of insulation, you've left no room for the insulation to breathe, and that can cause a moisture problem. So typically, if you have, let's say you have a 2 by 8 rafter, you use 6 inches of insulation because you want to leave an inch and a half or two inches above that so air can circulate. So you have to have air circulating. Behind it. Yeah, because if you don't do that, it's going to get moist and damp, and it's not going to insulate properly. So what, So then how would you keep moisture? I mean, if I don't, like, because I don't have any breathers or anything up there. Yeah, well, that's the other question. What you really ought to have is continuous ridge and soffit vents. Uh-huh. Put additional venting in the in the roof space itself so that you have some... Uh, air that works its way behind that insulation. Because you can't just totally fill it up. It's not going to work right. I see. Okay. Yeah, it's a little tricky, but it's worth it. And, Tom, on the insulation that has that foil backing, you want that foil side, that silvery side, to face down into the room, correct? Yes, yes. You want the um, the vapor barrier to face the heated space, which in this case, because it's a finished attic, is down into the room. Okay. All right. And I just, and I just use a regular... Um what do you call it, a staple gun? Yeah, you can use the faced insulation and uh, and use a staple gun to attach it to the rafters. And it's not going to fall out on me? Nope, nope. You'll hold it up there until you, you know, stay up fine until you get your drywall up. Okay. All right, Chip? All right, wonderful. All right, go to it. That's a great project to do because insulation so, ex- I mean, uh, energy so expensive right now. The insulation really does a good job at keeping those energy bills in check. Yeah, and I need it bad, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thanks good luck. so much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. All right, folks, today's dishwashers are so powerful, they mean that there is no pre-rinsing needed. So moms out there, you're going to have to get a new excuse for getting the kids to wash the dishes. But if your dishwasher's effectiveness seems to be a wash lately, we'll help you filter out the problem after this. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools, and you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Let's talk about some cold, hard facts. Winter's coming, and it's going to cost a bundle to heat your home. But there is a way to heat effectively, efficiently, and cleanly. For over a year, Leslie and I have been telling you about Riker Room Conditioners, ceiling fans that heat and cool. The heating element is above the blades. It's controlled by a remote that controls your temperature setting. It's a ceiling fan, so it only heats the rooms you use when you use them. It heats quickly and operates on electricity and costs as little as $0.05 cents an hour to operate. With this winter's predictions of record high heating costs, that's a nickel well spent. Check them out today at Menards, Ace, Blaine's, and selected Home Depots and Lowe's. Or for more information and additional dealers, visit HeatingFans.com or call 1-866-4-R-E-I-K-E-R. That's 1-866-4-R-E-I-K-E-R. Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, it's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold, pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. 
Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by Kida, the leader in home fire safety. Kida, technology that saves lives. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show 1888 Money Pit. Moneypit.com is the website. You got a tip on dishwashers today, Leslie. You know, for years my mother would never put a dish in the dishwasher unless it was pre-rinsed. Well, it wasn't until I worked at an ice cream shop that had like a really powerful dishwasher and I was like scrubbing all the caramel and hot fudge out of the dishes and they were like, No, the dishwasher does that. Does I was that like, for you. But my mom says and they're like, mm-mm. So it's not always the case. All right. Well, today's dishwashers are powerful, and yet they save water and energy at the same time. There's no pre-rinsing needed of the dishes. And, well, most of the times, just make sure you empty, like, you know, if there's any bones or, like, leftover food, throw that away. And many of today's dishwashers have self-cleaning filters. But some older dishwashers have filters that need periodic attention. So if this is your dishwasher, listen up. If your dishwasher seems to have lost its shine, check for a filter at the bottom of the unit. Cleaning or replacing this inexpensive item may restore your dishwasher's cleaning power at a fraction of the cost of a new appliance. So check it out. You know, another thing that happens with the new dishwashers, they have um, something inside of them called a termidity sensor. And it basically measures how muddy the water gets. And so think about it. If you take like your greasy gravy-laden dishes and you rinse all that stuff off, the how will it know how clean it is? The dishwasher doesn't know how dirty it is, exactly. And so it doesn't know to run long enough to get all the grime that's left behind. So if you leave it on, you don't sort of fake it out, and they come out clean every time. So you're so doing the dishwasher an injustice by you rinsing. Are. You're doing yourself an injustice, too, because you have to wash them <laughs> twice. be like faking it out. So you don't have to pre-rinse. Save yourself some money. Save yourself some time. Save yourself some water. We can save you... Some money too. If you call right now at one eight 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 Money Pit, you might be the name we draw out of that Money Pit hard hat for a twelve volt HP four drill from Ryobi. Yeah, it's going to save you sixty bucks because we're going to give it to you for free. It's a pretty cool tool. It's got a twenty four position adjustable clutch for every type of screw driving task. It's got a three hour charger two batteries. It's got a keyless chuck, a built-in level, and onboard storage for your screwdriver bits. So call in now. We'll answer your question on air and you're eligible for that prize. one 888 888-666-3974. Who's next? All right. Brett in Colorado, which is a chilly, chilly place, is trying to get the floors more evenly heated at home. How can we help, Brett? Well, I just, I'm not sure. I'm looking <laughs> for any creative solutions we have this wonderful kind of stereotypical uh, Colorado rancher that has a walkout basement, and a couple of the bedrooms are downstairs. And in the in the winter, you know, it's it can be six to eight degrees cooler, which makes a whole lot of difference, especially with uh, 
and then the upstairs is too warm when you get the downstairs to a, a, an appropriate temperature. Well, what type of heating do you have? Uh, we have gas heating. Do you have baseboard? Do you have radiators? Oh, uh, it's actually uh, just duct work throughout the house. And so there are, you know, vents that come out uh, on the floors upstairs, and uh, many of them downstairs are just up on the wall. Okay, have you tried to uh, regulate the airflow in the ducts by adjusting the dampers in the ducts? Not the registers, but where the ducts, usually somewhere near the heating system itself, there's a damper. It's a, like, a, like a, a flapper that controls how much airflow goes into the ducts. Have you tried to cut back on the air upstairs and add more air downstairs? We have. We've, we've actually tried that, and, and, uh, and it, it has had a bit of an impact but it's still just a, a pretty substantial differential. And how about the uh, insulation downstairs? You have concrete floors, I presume? Yeah, you got it. And what kind of flooring do you have there? Uh, it's all carpeted, um, and it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty good carpet down there. But, um, and one wall, I mean, it is, a, a, it is a basement and a walkout, so the, front, the, the wall along the front of the house is a concrete wall as well. Right. Have you thought about it? This isn't, you know, the, the optimum sol solution, but have you thought about adding an electric resistance baseboard heater in the basement space on a clock thermostat so that it only runs a very, very limited number of hours in the day and provides that additional heat that you need in that space? I haven't thought of it, but that, that's a, you know, we use space heaters, of, of, you know, from time to time. Well, that's going to be a lot less expensive and a lot neater and a lot safer right. than using... Um, what about even installing radiant heat underneath that carpeting? Well, I was thinking about the floor, I'm sure, because is part of the problem Because the floor is cold, here. and if the registers, if the heat ducts are up on the ceiling and heat rises, you're not getting that circulation of the warm air that you need because there's too much cold air on the lower area. Right, but what I was thinking was, you know, if he ever did replace the carpet, that what you would want to do is to put down sleepers and, uh, and insulation and then plywood sheathing so you really basically build a warm floor for yourself. I'm sure that's part of the problem here. But I'm looking for an inexpensive solution. And if, I, if you're telling me you're using a bunch of space heaters, then I would definitely recommend you think about putting in some electric uh, electric baseboards. It's, I mean, I would never, ever want you to heat your entire house with this stuff because it's, you know, really expensive. But if you, if you do it right and you put it on a clock thermostat so you only have it on when you absolutely need to have it on, um, that's probably going to be less expensive than overheating uh, the house just to get that first floor as warm as it needs to be because you're probably wasting heat upstairs. Yeah, that that sounds like a great solution. I hadn't thought of that. And what are you doing on the wall that opens out to the outside? Do you have any window treatments on there? It, yes. Yep. We've got. In fact, we've got many, uh, or not many blinds. Um, the the three day blinds, you know, that are kind of cloth and and curtains over it, drapes and shears. So, uh, but that's actually, the, the good news is that's the side that faces the sun. Ah, that is good. So we do get as much heat as possible coming in, you know, depending on the, the angle through the tree and, and the, the light through the trees. And how much snow is out there? Uh, we got a bunch right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brent. And, it, and it's cold, too. <laughs> I'm sure. Thanks, guys. I appreciate your show a lot. Oh, great. Brett, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four.
Well, how many times have you ever had to uh, um, use a shower at, say, a hotel room or a house that you're not familiar with, and it seems to take forever for that shower to get hot? It happens more than you like. It does. And when we come back, we have an email from Tia in Atlanta that's having that exact problem. We will solve it for her and perhaps for you next. portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by Riker Room Conditioners, available at all Menards, selected Lowe's, and Home Depots, and as a special order in all Lowe's and Home Depot stores. Or contact Riker at www.heatingfans.com or call 1-866-4-RIKER, that's R-E-I-K-E-R, for additional information. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, 1-888-MONEYPIT. The website is moneypit.com. Call or click on any time you have a home improvement question. 24 hours a day. Our screeners never sleep. Leslie and I are the most horrible bosses <laughs> in the world. We never let them out of those away from those phones. So there's always somebody there to answer your home improvement question. One eight 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 Money Pit. Okay, well, Tia emailed us at helpmeatmoneypit.com, and she is from Atlanta, Georgia, and she writes, I live in a condo and have two plumbing problems in my kitchen. First, the water from the kitchen faucet trickles out whether it's hot, cold, or both. And when you use the sprayer, the water seems to come out full force. Second, the hot water takes forever to get hot, but only in the kitchen. The hot water in the bathroom is fine. It's a mystery. Hmm. Well, let's first tackle the uh, water in the kitchen faucet that trickles out whether it's hot or cold. That sounds like a pretty simple one to me. What do you think? That's like a filter problem. Yeah, it's the aerator. You know, you got to pull the stones out of that faucet It's probably, tip. if she just unscrews that tip of that faucet, there's probably going to be a mess of things back there. Yeah, if you unscrew the tip of the faucet, um, Tia, and just turn it on full blast and it comes out strong, it has nothing to do with a, with a clogged pipe or anything like that. It's just Especially the Especially if the tip. sprayer is working fine, because it's all the same thing. Yeah, exactly. So you just got to get that cleaned up. But a little trick of the trade on that, make sure as you take that screen apart, you very carefully and very, very, very methodically pick it out one piece at a time because those screens can be like, you know, four or five different pieces sometimes. And if and you they don't have take to a, go back in the same exact, exact way. Right. And they never do. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> I myself have dropped pieces of it on the floor and like, oh man. Yeah, I'll never know where again. it goes. <laughs> exactly. So do that very, very carefully. Now secondly on the hot water seeming to take forever to get only to the kitchen. Well, I mean, I would look at the layout of your house. If the kitchen is the furthest appliance from the water heater, then that would make perfect sense. Now, it is always possible to run a loop so that hot water is always circulating through pipes. And oh, but it gets, if your place is already finished, that could be a big, messy job. And it's very expensive, even if your place isn't finished, to run because now you have to keep the water hot all the time. So it's kind of a trade-off. It's better off, frankly, wasting a little bit of water than um, doing all the plumbing work it would take to have it be hot all the time. All right, Tia. Well, thanks for emailing us at helpme at moneypit.com, and you can do the same, too. Well, when you build a house, there's probably more lineal feet of this stuff <laughs> than almost anything else. You know what it is? It's your trim, your moldings, your crown molding, your shoe molding, your chair rail molding, your door molding. And moldings are pretty cool. I mean, they make the house look very nice and very finished. They can also hide a whole bunch of construction mistakes. And on today's edition of Leslie's Last Word, you've got some tips on how to put your own spin on that. 
Yeah, and when you're buying molding, just make sure you buy extra because even the most skilled people make a couple of mistakes when it comes to mitering those corners. So oh, get... how many times have you like uh, cut the miter the wrong way? The wrong way. way. It's and, like you, you know, see it, it, like... it makes sense. You want to do it. You get over to the saw and it's wrong. And you're like, yeah. Sometimes someplace between the door and the saw, <laughs> the whole thing turned around. <laughs> I don't know how it happens. And it's the worst. And you can't get out from under it because it's it's two and a half inches wide and angled the wrong way. And so if you were to try to cut it again, you'd be two and a half inches short at the bottom. It's the worst. <laughs> it happens. So buy extra. Believe me, you'll be happy and it'll save that trip to the store. Well, you know, moldings can add style to any room and they actually serve an important structural purpose as well. They offer an attractive disguise for the joints between walls and ceilings, floors and windows and doors. And as homes move, you know, they get older, they expand, they contract, and the moldings will actually help to hide minor cracks in these areas. So there's a wide range of profiles available, and even materials they are not only made from wood anymore. So it's that easy to mold a custom look for your home. Well, thank you so much for trimming your radio dial to this program. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Hey, 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 mom.